We'll cut all this out and say nice things. We'll say nice things. All right, let's go, baby. All right, let's do this thing. <laughs> wow! It's a moment in time, though, because I, I just want, want to be a rocker. Can I say uncocked? <laughs> no bullshit news. Hot dog. Yeah, no, shit, no, no shame to my game. Cheers, no bud. bullshit news. Cheers, fucker. I'll pledge it off the <laughs> No bullshit news. The middle class is dying. And sure is. I got an idea. Let's raise the gas 45 cents a gallon. Hey, what a, I, I could use less $700 a year. What a dumbass. We'll get to that today. Um, but first, I just I just want to shout out to Jenna. What a sweet woman. She great? <laughs> Love you, baby. She's the gentlest, nicest thing that's ever happened to you, dude. Hey, she's the best thing in my life. Yeah. Sure is. Okay, listen, uh, let's just start out with this. Uh, big news with uh, one of our sponsors, American Coney Island, this week, which is, um, it was Fat Tuesday, Punchki Day, you know, Polish Pastry Day. Uh, Grace Carroll said American Coney Island came up with this great idea, a Punchki Coney dog. And before you laugh at it, New Orleans has the King Cake Bacon Cheeseburger. You know, sweet, savory fat. It's Fat Tuesday, right? So... She sells tons of them. And then what shows up on Twitter, Karen? That was the most ridiculous and pettiest thing that I've ever seen from a, a government entity. They responded. Who's the they? Of, explain the city, who, of, explain the city, the city of Detroit. The city of Detroit. Official Twitter. Their official Twitter page responded to a tweet by American Coney Island. The city of Detroit does not approve. What in the heck is that? The heck? Okay. Hell, the heck? I said hell. You oh. did. <laughs> you did. So, the, yeah. I mean, and actually, all, all before we get into that, um, Grace was kind enough to send us Punchki Coney dogs at my work at Fox Two, and I had one. How was it? Fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, Grace. T- Tim L. They are delicious. Yeah, Tim Alberta from uh, Politico, you know, we had him on last week. He's tweeting around like, uh, uh, I'm a hero for getting him to him. But this is my thing, Charlie. Whether you like them or not, whether right, you thought right, they right. were Doesn't delicious it? or not, this is a business that has been there for 100 years. Long before the city became, quote unquote, popular again, Grace is an upstanding, respected business person in this city who has contributed to the stability and, quote unquote, resurgence of downtown. How do you, I mean, how? How do you put your thumb on the scale? To even, but how do you even say anything like that? Hey, let me put that in context. This company, this restaurant, this family, the Coney Dog, predates Studebaker, Studebaker cars, yeah. and outlasted them. Like, what are you doing? So I get it. I get it. Predates though. Ford. I get it. So, you know, the, the, the city gets called out on Twitter, and this thing went viral, by the mm-hmm. way. And they... Then come back, the official account, whatever moron is doing, whatever kid is doing this. You're, you're messing with the city of Detroit's account. Small potatoes, I know, but this is a friend of the show, right? They come back and say, we were just joking. We didn't even know it was American Coney, and we love them, and may they have another 100 years. So on the line is Grace Carroll, the Coney queen of American Coney Island, third generation. And uh, she went to City Hall today with some... Punchki Coney dogs, right, Grace? Yeah, I'm still here too. By the way, I'm still on the eleven floor. Oh, you are? Oh, are you really? Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> the mayor totally dissed us. By the way, what do you mean the mayor? Wait, so wait, let me set this up. You brought some Punchki dogs, 
right? Yes, and uh, some fish, just in case. And fish sandwiches, because... Uh, it's Friday, and it's Lent. It's Lent, and they have delicious fish sandwiches at the American Coney. They're really yes. good. They're taste. Uh, what is that? What kind of fish is that, Grace? It's cod. North Atlantic cod, delicious. Yes. It cannot be North Atlantic cod. They're almost extinct. Really? Well, the last viewer down there. On is it tilapia, Grace? Grace is it no, tilapia? tilapia is not. It's cod. It's North Atlantic cod. It's delicious. Oh my god! And so what, I'm a fish and chips kind of sewer. I'm taking it aside, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're delicious. Okay, so Grace, what, what is a what does a cod sandwich go for? It goes for six bucks. Six bucks. You got the lettuce on it. Lettuce, tomato, a slice of cheese, coleslaw on the side. Tartar sauce. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And a slice of lemon. And a slice of lemon. Damn. Well, you know, you got to put a little lemon on fish. You know, we're Greek. We put lemon on everything. See, that's class. That is class. Okay, so now you go up to the 11th floor. As uh, we're going into wait the a minute, Wait floor, a minute. Who are you there with? I am here with my general manager, Heist, and Aaron dressed as Coney D, the Coney mascot. So you got one of your employees dressed up in, in, the, in the hot dog mascot. Yes, we thought we'd make it a festive visit. And so you're there to... Bury the hatchet to show there's no hurt feelings, you know, right? What are you doing there? Yeah, try, try to push you, call you push you before you go out and say you don't approve. Okay, so now you, you clear security. Any troubles there? We clear there? security. We drop out. No, we drop. We, we feed all the security. Got to bring them some food. You know, we got to remember security. They're keeping us safe. Smart lady. them a bag of conies. Grease the wheels. Nice. Bribing city we, officials. I like it. That's very <laughs> Detroit. And, and those city we, officials are taking a bribe. Of a Coney dog. Why not? Well, yeah. That's <laughs> well, yeah. Because so, oh, well, they're delicious. So, the American so, Coney Islands are awesome. Yeah, These a- are the security guys under paid shit for doing what they're doing. But anyway. True that. So, so we pass security, and we wait a few minutes, and okay, let's get ready, get the mascot all suited up. As we wait for the elevator, guess who comes out of the other elevator? Couldn't have timed it. Wait, you're, okay, so take your uh, lips a little away from the phone because it's distorting. But So you get oh, up, you get up to the 11th floor. And you're coming up, right? Up to that no, she's and down in the waiting, lobby waiting for the I'm elevator. Down in the lobby. Now, are I'm you in the lobby? But are you in the general elevator, or did you come down the this the uh, private elevator on general. the really the general private wow. elevator? Yeah, Karen. there is an well, elevator for, that, for the mayor. Yeah, just, yeah, for the mayor's office well, and no. council, all the way at the other. At well, least it used to be. I know you used to get to be in that, Karen, but not the rest of us. I rolled the, gen- the, the general elevator. Why didn't we sell that off in the bankruptcy? We could have scrapped it. <laughs> they may have, but no, your highness. Okay, so. You're in the public elevator, Grace, on the ground floor, going up. Wait, yes. And the leprechaun is coming out to talk to the people? Uh, yes. He's coming out with one of his you know, security guards and a woman. Okay. Out of the, and there he was. Was I'm it like, his girlfriend oh, out in Wixom? It wasn't her. No, it didn't look like her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're there. And it's a standoff between the leprechaun and the hot dog guy. And they... They, they look, they, right. and they just keep going. So I started following. And I'm uh-huh. like, hey, get the video camera on. But, but video ca- and, and the mascot's behind me, and we're walking to catch them, and they're, they're walking faster. So I kept going, and I'm like, man, man, we have some Coney, you know, punch keys for you. So I get stopped by this other security. I go, no, I'll be. As I'm saying that, no, don't stop me. Another woman stopped him to take a photo and to shake his hand, and he stopped. So I'm right there with him, face to face. I'm like, you know, three inches away from him. And he looked at us, he stared at me, at Tony Pusky and Heist, and then when he was done with her, security guy goes, no, and he looks at us and walks away. Wow. More like ran away. 
Oh, you got dissed? Totally. Never talked to you at all. Didn't he looked and didn't even acknowledge? What a coward! Well, and I had printed out the little. I mean, he looks like this, and he was just got twenty points for it. I don't know. Maybe he thought Charlie was the mascot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he thought Joe was the mascot. Like I, all I know is that's not how you treat a business person. That's right here. I know you have a schedule because they're like, oh, he has a schedule. Well, he stopped with two people, shook hands, and took pictures. Looked right at us and kissed us. Totally. But, but he could have at least spoken and acknowledged and said, "Hey, oh, I can't. It. I can't take him he right now." The the courteous thing to do would have been to have his security person to take them as a courtesy, even if he didn't consume them later they on. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even take one. He says we, the other security guy that was cool. He says, "Please take them up to eleven floor." I go, "I will," because we're security guys up there. We're going to go up there and drop these off. I go, "How rude is that? How rude?" That's rude, asshole. <laughs> that, that was that was it. it you know, and, and 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 Grace, was this after he walked back the the tweet? He didn't walk shit back. He doesn't tweet. He didn't. No, so, no, he doesn't. Tweet. They got the little more under the They tweet. walked back the tweet like Wednesday, and you know today's Friday. Today's Friday. So why hey, wouldn't? Hey, 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 why wouldn't you stop and talk? Because he's, you know, doesn't even know about it though. But as, just as a courtesy, even if he didn't, security, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe well, it. We were right look, there. Look here, look here. Here's the thing. He's afraid of you. The mayor mm-hmm. used to come into the American Coney for lunch, and you'd buy him the lunch. Remember? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sure do. Well, Time. that's not cool. Time's that's how he treats a small business in Detroit and a woman owned business with that. On International Women's Day. On International Day. Women's Day, yeah. Oh. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. So we'll get to Way that to too. See, because today I, I did, they refinanced the hockey arena, Grace, and I did some yes. calculations on the refi. And oh, we all boy. know that property owners in that downtown area, their property taxes don't go to schools, they get captured and go uh-huh. to things like that hockey arena. So basically, your business, your small business, is subsidizing your competition, yes. the big business. And then the city's dumping on you and making, yeah. you know, un- unawares making fun of, like, you know, the promotions you're doing to try to stay afloat. To, to try to pay these taxes and everything else. Right. Exactly. And, 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 and not only that, you can't afford a good fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, Your that's, phone. A, that's oh, just down in that building. She's probably just not able to get a good signal. She's, yeah. she's on the bat phone in the private elevator. Well, anyway, Grace. <laughs> yeah, okay. ride that private elevator, Grace. Tell us what it's like. It's probably yeah, mahogany. Probably, I'm surprised they haven't come in here and tried to kick us out yet. We're getting out of here, though. Okay. What are you, you going to do with the with the punchkey dogs that you weren't able to give to the mayor? Oh, I went into the office and met the girls that were at the front desk there that stopped us, dropped oh. them off to them, and explained to them the situation. Did they take the, did they take the punchkey dogs? They took them. You're darn right they did because they're, cool. they're delicious. They're real cool up there. I'm gonna tell you one time, um, it was ju- it was just a mess, you know, the the, the the finances in this town. And I went in there, and I'm still owed a, a refund from my city taxes that I never got. And I went into the office with a camera, Fox Two, and uh, I went in there and started removing the furniture from the mayor's lobby. I, I said, wow. I said, you owe me six hundred bucks. I'm just going to take this couch. It's nice leather. And we picked it up and walked out of the office. And they were just laughing their ass off. <laughs> I, I was with you on that, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you were. Yeah, it was funny as shit. It was hilarious. We're just going to take my money, which is this couch. Yeah, just so. tell the man he won't come out. I'm just going to take the couch. <laughs> and and those, those girls were so sweet. And they're like, 
ah, what do you want me to fucking do? You know, but just let it, us finish the bit. We'll bring right, it back. Right, right, right. Right. They knew that it was going on, but <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, we owe you money. You know, never got it. Never okay, got Grace. It. Last thing. Uh, first of all, let yeah. me say AmericanConeyIsland.com. Um, you, all of our correspondents across the country, from the border of Texas to Chicago, New York, Washington, love it. Chicago, Brad. I said Chicago, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You did. Oh yeah. Okay. That's the sound guy. Crack <laughs> <laughs> squad down here. Um, loving it. Wearing the t-shirts. Really love it. So. If you want a little taste of Detroit, if you're listening wherever you are, AmericanConeyIsland.com. Uh, Grace, one last word. Yes. Some people listening to this are going to be outraged. Wow, they really kind of did you wrong, right? Yeah. Kind of gave you the cold shoulder. That's one. Mm-hmm. But we have a discerning audience, a very wide audience. Others will say, well, come on, it was a joke. And look, you're bum-rushing him with a hot dog guy, and it's food he doesn't know where it comes from. How would you respond to social media critics are going to flame you for this. Well, you know, you're always going to have those people. Yeah, so we didn't what were you trying to do? I what? was trying to bring them something and say, hey, we're part of the city of Detroit. Don't bash us. Try one. Acknowledge us. Or like, you know... I, I, and she's a business owner. She's not going to bring a tainted, you know, anything to right. anybody. I mean, it's not like some stranger off the street. Grace is well-known, respected. It's a landmark business. Yeah, I mean, but so is she in her own right. So it's not like, you know, some stranger. And even if you questioned whether or not you wanted to eat it, the courteous thing to do as an elected official, yeah. I mean, is to acknowledge it, accept it, and say thank you. I wish I could stop and talk, but right. I got to keep going. A, so you were Something. there to have fun, right, right. Grace? Like, it, well, it's, it's a little fun, exactly. It, but it is just validated one more time. The city, the people of the city of Detroit are freaking awesome. The people running the city, validation again and again, suck. Done. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, thanks, Grace. Thank you. We'll talk to you. Hey, Grace. by the way, right. hey, Grace, Grace. Yeah. Did you get video? Oh, we have video, yeah. Okay, That's- we're going to post that. At mm-hmm. no bullshit news, no BS news Everybody listening, Perfect. go there, go to the bottom of the page. If you don't have an app that will let you listen to podcasts, just pick one. We did it for you. Once you pick one and it's downloaded, just put my name in, LaDuff. No bullshit news. You'll find it. Subscribe. Comes right up. And do us a favor rate it. Rate it high because apparently. That's how you get back on these lists because we were a top 40 podcast in the United States. Oh, you were Case Kasem, dude. You were, we, top, we were, you were right. top 40 for sure. But the only, the only way they measure that shit is what? Through the ratings? I think I just aged myself. Casey Kasem? Yeah. You got a drop for that? <laughs> I don't have okay. a drop for Okay, Bob. If we don't have a drop, shut up. You don't like doing dro- drops, so you're just going to have to start imitating them. Go ahead. Reach for the stars. This is Casey Kasem. So reach for the stars. That's our drops. Okay, people are bored with this show already. All right, Grace. You're killing so, me, Smalls. Thank you. Hey, you're killing me, Smalls. We're gonna we're gonna post that. It was probably was it funny? Was it better than Chicken Joe? Oh no, no, not no, not at all. That's right. That's boring. right. Chicken Joe. Rule. Leave this shit to the professionals. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Definitely. All right. Talk thank to you. Thank you. Bye, Grace. Bye, Grace. Bye. Thank. Bye, guys. Thank you. Grace Caros. I love Grace. Yeah, she's tough. I really do. That's funny shit. She's tough and she's smart and she, she doesn't is. take and, shit. And she is a no BS person for real. She really is. What should we do here? Should we, uh, hey, um, Bob. Yes, sir. I'm going to bring uh, um, some words from our sponsor. You want to get uh, Muckraker on the phone there? 
Yeah, cool. Yeah, on it. Okay, this is very important. Like, uh, let me do this this way. These guys are becoming part of my life. Luke Nowacki, I dig this guy. I'm not bullshitting you out there. Next week, I have an appointment with uh, an estate planner. You know, I need to get, I, I don't want my kid to have to go to court if I get in a car wreck. So I need to get that, whatever it is, a living will or, I don't know. I'm not that, that guy. I don't think about death, but I am now, right? Luke is hooking me up and he's going to be there. And he's not even getting paid for it because that's not what he does. He's like that. Personal service. And he's got big clients. So I just want to appeal to everybody that you need to prepare your finances right now. And you think you're prepared, but you're never as well prepared as, as you can be. Whether it be a pension, life insurance, which I do not have because I have to clip. I don't have the big TV check anymore. I have to clip my expenses. I got a kid that's going to go to college. I need a college savings plan. He's looking into that for me. Tax-deferred investments, all of it. Luke Nowacki can help answer all your questions and help plan your future finances. I'm telling you, the guy's smart. I put him through the paces. I'm going to let him look into my finances. Those are very private to me. right? This is more than a commercial. I actually really believe in this guy. And if you fuck me, Luke... I will beat your ass, bro. But he's a real powerful guy. He's he's uh, he's. It's he, not gonna happen. Hey, ladies, he's good looking too. He's fit. Oh, he's a big Red Wings fan. I don't know why. Somebody got to pay for that stadium. Well, it's legacy. <laughs> Listen, give him a call. He's in first responders. You you get special attention. He he really respects first responders. Okay, call him. Two four eight six six three four seven four eight. To set up an appointment, okay, today. This has a plan, but an appointment. No heavy sell here. 248-663-4748. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned. And other entities and our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., meaning don't confuse the two. I hope we can get rid of that at some time. Fucking lawyers. <laughs> uh, Dr. Yaldo. We've been talking Dr. Yaldo. Again, I finally got my eye appointment next Thursday. I'm doing it all, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not Good. selling you bullshit. Okay? Dr. Yaldo. Because I hate my reading glasses. Wearing bifocals, I bet you hate them. You forget them, you lose them, you break them. You'd give anything not to need them anymore. Glasses. Think about that. Ben Franklin wore glasses. Alexander Hamilton did not wear glasses. And guess who's winning Tony Awards, Jason? Alexander Hamilton. Did he go to Dr. Yaldo? I bet he would have. You know what he did do? He went to meet his death over there in New Jersey. <laughs> he did. Yeah. That's the point. But I bet he had his estate planning in line. Never Go to New Jersey. That's the other part of this. Exit 15 and above. Just saying. Okay, listen. Contacts are a daily pain in the ass. Aren't there enough people sticking their fingers in your eyes already? You don't have to be one of them. Be done with the ancient technologies. Dr. Yaldo has helped over 50,000 metro area people get 20-20 or better vision with what's called cast, CATS Custom LASIK. The most advanced in the world and the amazing multifocal lens implants for people 50 plus, which is me. 
It'll give you great near and far vision for life, and you'll never get cataracts. Scientific fact, apparently. No matter what, nice. everyone should get an eye exam, and regular insurance covers it. Anyone tired of ancient technologies can get a free evaluation and see if LASIK or multifocal lens implants are right for you. I'm just going for the eye exam. We'll go slow. I'm just going to get an eye exam. Everybody should get one. Start with that. When I called today, there's an office in Garden City. There's one in Farmington Hills. He does surgeries on Wednesday, so you're not going to get the eye exam then. I can't wait to meet him personally. An eye exam from Dr. Yalda. Do you get a discount for mentioning? I kept saying my name. Oh. I did. I kept saying, I'm calling from the LaDuff uh, News Hour. This is LaDuff. Maybe I also dropped the Drew and Mike show. I'm just trying to get yeah. paid, bro. Right, right, right. So I can pay you and Jason and Karen, which we have some sad news in a moment. That's sad. Call the number and say LaDuff sent you, and you'll get the no BS discount, which, yes, they're aware of. I checked into it. <laughs> Dial one 800 398 E-Y-E-S. That's 800-398-EYES. Or go to... 398-EYES? 398-EYES. Now what I said, right? Yeah. I'm glad you're listening. How's Jenna? Good. Excellent. Is she going to get her eyes checked? Um, She should. She needs to. Would you encourage her for me, please? I will. She can go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. She's worn glasses for a lot of, a you're, lot of you're years. You're talking she, over the man's website. And she hates it. YaldoEyeCenter.com. Y A L D O. Now, what's that? She hates. She hates her glasses. Yeah, guess you what? Know? I got reading glasses on. I'm looking up at you, and I'm dizzy. I got my reading glasses on. And I, it's a new thing within the last year. Yeah, and they suck. You look like Benjamin Franklin. They do suck. I hate them. You totally look like Benjamin Franklin. And as a photographer, I prided myself on my vision for years, and now it sucks. I need to see Dr. Yalda. Are you going to do it? Let's do I'm it. I'm going to go see Dr. Yalda. Okay, okay. Got to make an appointment. What's what's what, I wonder what the doctor's first name is. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor Yalda. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next week, Doc. Um, got some sad news. Before we get into it, what we're going to get into is uh, we got to Steve Needling, Motor City Muckraker, now the ass basher at the Metro Times, friend of mine, smart guy, little liberal sometimes for my taste, little little fairylandish, but the guy's an animal. He's an intellectual animal. He, uh, he's not a good humorist in his writing. He's brick and mortar. He's like, he's like the little pig who built his house of brick. You there, Steve? I am. Yeah, you're, I respect you, I dude. Am. I respect you. I, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, it's man, very I, the town appreciates you, man. You kept it alive for a while. And, of, and Steve's been like that for a long time. Long time. We yeah. need you. Steve's a motherfucker. Let me, okay, well, might as well, before we get to the sad news. Steve... <laughs> Got canned from the free press. I think it was a mutual separation. When he stuck it in Charles Pugh's ass, figuratively. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you can't say it like that. Figuratively. It was usually the other way around with that guy. I hope you're enjoying prison, motherfucker, because I hate pedophiles. Hate them. Right, Steve? So real quick, tell tell us how that came to be. Like, you got in a fight. But be funny. Don't be like you're writing. Be funny. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, here's the thing. I, Charles Pugh was having, holding these budget meetings at a time when they were secretly meeting with the state over the emergency manager and the, the bankruptcy. And I had a, an argument with him about 
holding the public meetings in a in a larger room right across from the hall where they usually hold the meetings. And he he had an issue with the way that I was phrasing the question, and we got into a little just a just a normal argument that any reporter um, who's going to hold people accountable would have with you know a, a, a public official who doesn't want to be held accountable and and the free press felt like uh, it was it was overboard and it was the best thing that happened to me so well let me go like this I see that there, there you go again here here's here's what happened isn't it the room is too too crowded you go going nose to nose with them. This is like you're, you're next to them. You're not in the audience. Is that correct? You're, you're kind of right next to them, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And he tells you, like, shut the fuck up in no uncertain terms. Go sit down. It's not your place. And you let him have it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was heated. It was heated, wasn't it, Steve? It, it was heated. Well, and then, then give me the back and forth. Give me the real dialogue. I remember this. I- I can't even remember. I mean, it's like one of those things that I, when I... Karen when remembers. Happened, okay, hold on, Steven. So, so yeah, go Karen. ahead, Karen. Were you there? I, no, I wasn't there, but I was in the mayor's office at the time. Okay. And so I do remember because... Wait, wait, wait. Can I say this? Yes. Did it percolate all the way up to the 11th, all the way down to the 11th floor? What was going on up there? Yeah, I knew. I don't Did know. Did it come down by the, by the private elevator? <laughs> I, don't, I think Steve told me. I don't remember what happened, but yeah, I remember yeah. there, there, there was uh, some exchange of words, uh, maybe... Uh, a touch or two. Um, I think somebody, the security actually put their hands on Steve. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. If I remember correctly. And so it just didn't turn out well. Jump in there, Steve. Was there some F bombs yeah, yeah, exchanged? Yeah. I ended up in an emergency room because the cop, uh, threw me against the wall. Uh, <laughs> this was at a time and I'm sitting there waiting with, you know, dozens of residents who want to get into this meeting, but Pew doesn't want to let me in. So, but finally, when people started leaving and there was enough room for me, I went in and the cop said, I told you weren't allowed in. And I walked in anyway and he, he threw me against the wall. I wasn't expecting it. I ended up in the emergency room with whiplash and two weeks <laughs> off with a hurt back. Oh, and a little check, a little disability check, right? Come on, man. We are Midwest Union people. little disability oh, yeah. check. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did, did you have to wear a collar? He yeah, wore no. a collar. <laughs> I would have totally worn a fucking collar. Go home and sock yourself in the eye, too. Make it look good. No Jesse Smollett kind of stuff. See, we can keep going, Steve, because this shit's just dribbling out. See, that's the thing. The original presentation of this story was dry as toast. Now, you're as moist as a Coney Punchki. (laughs) Well, time allows for some of that. What's your favorite Coney Island, Steven? Steven? Uh, yeah. What's, uh, your, what's your favorite Coney show? The American. Oh, my man. Now, listen. All right, well played. So so you go into the meeting. Where, where's this back and forth with you and Pew before, like, you were nearly killed by a police officer? When did, well, when, I, when did you actually, go to... Well, the, the actual conversation happened right after that. I mean, I got out of the hospital. Oh, I come wait. back from... Was it in the hallway? Wait, wait, wait. So you, you, you went to the hospital, <laughs> and then they brought you back on a stretcher. And then you confronted Pew from your deathbed? Is that what you're telling me? Well, this is more, two, this was two weeks later when I came back. And I asked him the question again because he was angry that I was bringing this up. He was angry that I, I wrote a story. And inside the story was the fact that people were being left out of the meeting because he's choosing to hold it 
be, uh, you know, behind closed doors in this little tiny room when we all know now that he and other council members were conspiring to put the city into bankruptcy before the public was even made aware of it. So, I mean, that that's kind of what happened. You know, it was just one of those things. I mean, this isn't the first time that that happened with police. It wasn't the first time that I had an altercation with, with, um, with, with the councilman, but I'll say, I mean, he stuck his finger in my in, in, in my chest, and I stuck the finger back at his chest. But it wasn't anything more than, you know, just a conversation between the. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. You sure it was the chest? Don't go there, Charlie. <laughs> was there any surveillance video of this? No, that was the funny thing. Is they have surveillance a video up there, but they claimed after we sent a FOIA request that they weren't working that day. Of course, so, they were too busy beating your ass. <laughs> right, right. Steve. I actually had trouble getting back into that meeting. I had, I was actually denied access to the meeting. Well, there wasn't room um, enough for, for the for gurney. The, for the gurney, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the IV bottle and shit. And the well, collar. Well, man, these are supposed to be handicapped accessible buildings. Excuse me, Steve's in a motorized wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got shit cam from the free press. Did they give you a severance package? No, no, they didn't. They just gave me the base. Well, I guess it could be a severance package. You get like two weeks of pay for every year that you were there. I was there for six weeks, so I got, I got twelve weeks of, of free time. <laughs> then plunged myself into, um, you know, sort of a self-imposed uh, drug-induced drug-induced hysteria, drug poverty that yeah. uh, you know cost me some apartments and, and a car. Uh, I really and, dug and that about you. You know, I do. I'm seriously, like that that sort of like. Drug-induced, artistic, wandering around the cast corridor, just just living Bukowski, except fucking him out, not having good sex. Well, without the yeah, not not a big drinker anymore, so I didn't do the kind of drinking that Bukowski did, right. uh, and I don't really like classical music. But <laughs> other than that, I wasn't behind the golden bars of free press. <sighs> Beautiful, wrong kind of bars, baby. I just remember once I asked Steve, I was like, Steve, let's meet. You know, I wanted to talk to him about some stuff. I think I may have left the mayor's office by then. And Steve, and I said, what do you want to meet? And Steve said, I don't have a car. I mean, I just, I, I remember that. And it hit me. I'm like, you know, this really hit him yeah. harder than most people realized. Back so. when, you know, the, the uh, like uh, late last year, you know, this winter, when uh, the city's going after the, the fire union president for calling him out for you no know, response time. I had to wake Steve up, pick him up in my car, and drive him to the presser. And I'm just like, that is sweet. That's, that's... But that's never compromised his commitment to, uh, you Telling know... the truth. Yeah, ob- objective... Oh, no, he's right. Journalism. I mean, he... This shit ain't wrong. That has never compromised, you know, just the story, his approach, um, and his commitment, in my opinion, to a very objective presentation of the facts. I wish I spoke I- like you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because I, I said think... his shit ain't wrong, but okay, that, same that, thing. The, the, the thing that's, that's true. Well, I admire his intellect. Yeah. Would you say, Steve? I'm sorry, we didn't hear you. Well, I think you know sometimes when you know Charlie was talking about the dry writing, it's because there's still this desire uh, to tell the story objectively. Because if my problem and what gets me the most pissed off is a false narrative, I can't play into that game and create my own false narrative. Because I don't, I, because I dislike someone. Right. So, you know, I mean, it. it I, when I present a story, I want to present it uh, in a very factual, objective way, and 
So I don't. I tend not to get you know cute with the wording, but I mean that's. Oh, what do you mean cute? Listen, listen. Do not create. D- d- listen, listen. Don't substitute your lack of creativity for <laughs> for cuteness. Okay. <laughs> Playing cute means you get shit wrong. But you're an accurate, hardworking guy. I'd, I'd love doing that series with uh, uh, police and crime because I got to sit there for a couple of days with you and watch your process. See, I, uh, I appreciate art. I like classical music. I love watching somebody play a bass, you know? I loved watching you do it. I, I loved you. the sun coming in your apartment window, pouring a glass of wine. Your old piece yeah. of shit computer trying to trying to crunch some numbers. It was beautiful, and it it's all for the right reasons, because really that's not a self inflicted poverty. That's a guy wanting to do the right thing. <clears throat> not going to be a master to somebody that wants him to be a slave, right? You you yeah. you. But that's prioritization. He make a commitment to this town. But that's prioritization. His priority is not to be in the camera shot or to gain friends of those that he's supposed to cover, um, you know, to make a million dollars at the expense of those who look to him for objectivity. I mean, that's about a priority. And a lot of people don't have those priorities. And you're a middle-of-the-road smart person. So that's what what I mean, Stephen, which is, look, I I don't like alt-weekly titles. I don't like... Liberals or progressives, you know what? Because I think it diminishes the truth that you're trying to find. You understand what I mean? Are you trying, yeah, absolutely. when you do your reporting, are you looking for things that fit the narrative that you want to present or that you're trying to destroy, or are you just trying to find truths? That's an easy yeah, question. I'm trying, yeah, I'm just trying, trying to find truth, and I write it objectively. The thing that makes me a liberal that would show up in my reporting is the topic that I choose to, to, to write about. But when writing about that topic, for example, writing about right now, I'm writing about people being displaced from downtown, midtown, Cass Corridor, uh, Eastern Market, Corktown, all these places because of young professionals coming in who are predominantly white. This is kicking, you know, as a result, you got residents who've been here for a really long time being displaced without uh, any big affordable housing plan that's going to accommodate them. And what I write about as objective, but I chose that story, maybe because my, my concerns are more liberal. But if caring about you know, poor people and people who have been disadvantaged and systemically discriminated against makes me liberal, then I guess that's fine. But the, the topic for me is always going to be uh, people who are unheard. Those are the people whose voices need to be elevated, not the voices of Dan Gilbert and the people who want to make money off of Detroit. Okay, I get that, and I dig that, and that's probably somewhere in my my realm, right? But I'm, yeah. I like young white urban professionals, right? It's it's Dan Gilbert, not not young white urban professionals. They're I like them. They're cool. The thing that I try to do is, how is this shit stacked in favor of the rich? Yeah. At the cost of the poor. Like, poor are poor, but they don't have to be as poor as they are. There are other systematic things happening. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I'm, t- I'm with you. I love the people, man. I, all of them. They, I they turn me on. Yeah. I don't like corporate thievery. I don't like thievery, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely. So, so for instance, let's let's do this one. We we actually talked this out, Stephen and I. So this this looks like magic radio, but we actually <laughs> had a little pre-production meeting. Stephen, let's go with this one. Gretchen Whitmer gonna fix the damn roads, right? <laughs> yeah. How? Wants to increase gra- our gasoline tax forty five cents a gallon, Stephen. You know what that means? What's that? If that was to go through, gasoline taxes in the poorest big city in America would be higher than the richest cities in America, New York City, Manhattan. The gas tax would be higher in Detroit than Manhattan or San Francisco or Washington, D.C. or Miami-Dade. You understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. What the that's yeah. that's the that that's the way you fuck poor people because that's a regressive tax. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, as you pointed out, there was uh, I think it was about a two billion dollar cut in corporate taxes uh, about a year ago under no, Snyder. No. Let me go like this: in 2012, Snyder cut corporate taxes right by two billion dollars, and that's 2012 when we're in the middle of the Great Recession. So considering the receipts a company would make now with the economy, you know, smoking, but not for regular people, that could be $3 billion, maybe $4 billion. There's also another billion, billion people, billion dollars a year. We pay corporations to stay here, to stay here. So, So if you need to raise $2 billion for the roads, how about, we ask the corporations to pay their fair share because they don't. 70% of the state's revenue comes from personal income tax. Before 2012, it was 55%. They put the onus on us. We're taxing pensioners now. So how about we half the 2012 half cut, take a bill ski. We keep the pensioners taxed. Only 10 states don't tax. That's another 300. That leaves 700. 700 million would mean a 15 cent a gallon increase. I'm willing to do it. We all share the load. Your thoughts? I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you're a middle of the road guy, too. And this is what, I mean, you got to run for governor because this is the kind of bullshit that you see from, from politicians. I mean, you have, if you remember back when there was a debate uh, with, with Shooty uh, during the, the general election, she said it was bullshit that she was suggesting a 15 or 20 percent increase. In, well, in hold on tax. a second, Stephen. Guess what? We just happen to have that clip. Gretchen Whitmer right. wants to have a 20 cent gas entry, uh, increase. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's nonsense and you know it. No, that's Here's what you said. I have talked to people all across our state. There was a conversation that I tell often because it's why I say it's time you to fix this. the Play it again, world. Bob. We're going to just redo it again. Now, Gretchen the... Whitmer wants to have a 20 cent gas entry, uh, increase. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's nonsense. And it's you know nonsense. It. No, that's what you said. It is ridiculous because it's 45 cents. It's 45 cents. Not nonsense. It's not 20 cents. <laughs> you know what? And you she know, didn't run on a gas tax. Well, clearly didn't run on a gas tax She wasn't even going to do 20. Right. No, and now she's like, 45. Well, for me, I have a I have a truck, 
and I have a 25 gallon tank. So that's an extra $12, and I fill up once a week. Mm-hmm. So that's $600 a year. No, in, I, didn't, I didn't get a raise for $600 a year. And Jenna, I'm gonna pay what, what, is, what does Jenna drive? Jenna drives a Buick LaCrosse. She's got a smaller tank. So uh, 400? She'll, she'll probably do, uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. okay. I, 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 I do premium gas, so I. Oh I do damn! Pre- I, don't do premium gas. I don't have a choice. It, um, no, it's stupid. That we'll go into that later. Okay. Well, it says only put premium, but I paid. Karen's I paid, got a sweet ass card. I, I paid, she might not need to run the premium. It doesn't really work. I paid. Okay. Well, I don't know, Charlie, but I paid three dollars. Stick with t- us, rednecks. We'll teach you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeehaw! Uh, but but, it, but I, you're I paid, paying. I paid three ten yesterday to fill up. Wow. So with a forty-five cent, it, that's three fifty-five a gallon. And so, gas is low right now. Remember when it was four low. bucks? Yes, I do. So that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. And you got to think about the average person. You know, people plan, they budget, check to check. That's that's not a that's not an imposition that everybody can but accommodate. Yeah. But that aside, yeah. and I've heard from from friends and colleagues and coworkers, some people are like, "Okay, I'm fine with it." Except I don't trust you to not steal that money and take it and put it in somewhere else. Bingo. And you're like, you're goddamn right. Goddamn right. Will it make it to the roads? That's the other right. question. You jacked if, it. if you're telling me it would make it to the roads and I could believe you, which I don't, I'd say, okay, you know, I'm, okay, okay, I'll suck it up. Everybody got to pay their part. That's fine. Whatever. You don't make the trucking companies pay it, too. But... Why not? Tolls? We know they're not going to do that. Why not tolls? And why not go ahead and go full fledged with the marijuana component, tax it, and take some of that money? Right I, to on. me, that makes right sense. Because yeah, what are they fucking doing with marijuana? What's the government's a mess? Like, first of all, you're right. I think about- they're smoking the marijuana. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Which is cool. Why don't we just make gasoline out of it? We're doing it with gun. <laughs> we can do a mean fucking thing. But it smells to me, yeah. Stephen, like Whitmer. Came up with this plan last minute in the back of her limousine on the way to work. Yeah, like saying, hey, we need $2 billion. Well, how much are we going to get that from, from fuel? But, I mean, every, so every time you're paying $0.75 cents extra, that's $0.75 cents that's not going back into the 45, machine. 45 Well, I mean, plus 45. the $27. It's not going to go in. Well, well you, right. you can't plus what we're already we're, doing. Well, we're, we're paying right. twenty seven now in total. And right. if you're going to increase it by $45, we are paying 75 That's tax. Okay, fine. That's fine. But you're taking that extra money out of a different place that you would place it in the economy. So, I mean, you're you taking have, it out of the grocery store. Yeah, the grocery store. The money <laughs> How am I gonna... Well, your, 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 your groceries also go up because they have to truck the groceries True, at yeah. 50 cents, 45 yeah. cents a gallon. Everything. So anybody, look, what a progressive and a regressive tax means is regressive means the poor pay more. Progressive means the rich pay more as a percentage. As we all know, wealth has shifted. We bailed it out. Uh, stocks are through the roof. The rich own most of those, right? Corporate tax cuts are, are it, the corporations now get taxed at a lower percentage than the average American household. Where? I'm not a tax and spend guy. I'm just about, we have to do some real things or we're going to collapse. Because watch this. $22 trillion United States national debt. That's a record. That's crazy. The, the trade, trade deficit. deficit, it was about $900 billion for the month? Yes, of, of February. Yes. Yeah. A, All time high. A world record. Yeah. The 
federal deficit for the year is going to be about $950 billion, which is a record for an expansionary era. During the Obama years when they were stimulating the economy, that was a recession. We're not in a recession. And we have a, we have a crisis. Well, and I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, in February they Steve, added— Steve, you can hang up. We don't even need you. They added 20,000 jobs to the economy. I'm kidding. They added 20,000 jobs to the economy when they anticipated and expected and for 180,000. Yeah, but go like this. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we're not doing so good. What Thanks, kind Don. of jobs? Uh, jobs are good, don't get me wrong. And people, yes, we, gotta, we need businesses to create jobs. That's true. But don't, don't excuse corporations from paying. Right. You pay. Amazon made $11 billion in profit last year, the world's richest corporation. And they will pay negative $137 million in federal taxes. Explain to me, Stephen, you ghetto-ass-dwelling hippie freakzoid. <laughs> you, you, Stephen, are going to pay more than Amazon. And now i got to hit yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, and wasn't the total revenue generated from, uh, from businesses in Michigan somehow zero dollars if you put in the amount of, I can't remember what the exact number is, but when you put in these, the corporate welfare um, and, and all these hundreds of millions of dollars that are being spent on companies uh, to move somewhere, I mean, yes. that's a lot of money. And that's coming out of the school aid fund. Here, here's what happens. By the time we give them the corporate sweeteners, we call them tax credits. They're not tax credits. It's cash payments for being here. And we like you being here. But this is how America was built. Once you add that in, plus the cuts, on many months, many months in this state, business pays negative taxes. Negative. I'm going to give you another statistic. That year, 2012, that Snyder did the cuts. Total state revenue, all the money we collect to spend from businesses comprised about 12% of all revenue, okay? Last year, that was down to 1.9%. I'm just making a point. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're driving, I, it's a democracy. Let's negotiate. Let's negotiate. But look where the money evaporated from. There's money there. I'm not saying kill companies. No. Right? But when we have the mega tax cut out of Washington, which is the best money uh, the best government money can buy. And what did that do to your tax refund? What did that do to your deficit? What refund? Right. <laughs> Just get a refund. I don't give a shit about the deficit. They defi- promised me a refund. I don't give a shit about the deficit. And, and, you know, I, that maybe that's my problem. It well, is your fucking problem because it's my but, kid's problem. I'm going I'm to take you out yeah. to beat your ass. Yeah, you know what I care about is my <laughs> refund because that's what I was going to use to hire the contractor to put in a new floor in my house and to redo my thing. And now I ain't got that. And now I got nothing. And by the way, that's right. not a so refund. He, that's you're no, I, over, I overpaid. Yes. Right, right. But apparently I didn't overpay as much as I thought this year because they increased the tax rate. Doesn't it feel like? It sucks a bag of dick. And, do, go- you, and do you know that now the city is going to require quarterly payments of your income tax? Really? 
Yeah. yeah or or you're going to be hit with a hundred dollar dollar penalty. penalty. City. Yep. Oh, so because they mean, want the money. They want more the regularly. money. You yeah. mean so I can go into the lobby and take a cushion every quarter until I get my fucking couch back? <laughs> yeah. Could you get two? <laughs> Wow. Maybe take an end table, too. I could use an end table at my place. Now, real quick, because we don't want to go long today, Stephen, but I wrote this week in DeadlineDetroit.com about all this stuff. Hey, Gretch, by the way, go back, start over. You blew it. Bad politics. You don't come out blowing your wad going 45 cents and think the Republicans are going to negotiate. Because what you just did is you alienated the public who doesn't think you know how to do your job because we now know. No matter what you do, that was a forty-five cent a gallon tax hike. Yeah, bad politics. Why don't bad, we have tolls? horrible politics. Why don't we have tolls? I mean, that is a simple right solution on. that other um, cities and states states imp- too. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Imply. No, I mean, that's why? not correct because that's for interstates. That's where tolls are. Okay. Well, so, we have some interstates. Well, wait a minute. So seventy-five. Uh, but there's federal funding. But that's not the word. Well, yeah, they all suck. I'm sorry. I'll stop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. I, yeah, put tolls on them. They just announced today we're closing se- I- I-75, seventy-five southbound yeah. from Thirteen Mile to Adams or, or Adams Road to Thirteen Mile. It's the mile. same thing. It and, is. You know, now that the snow is melting, all these gaping holes. And if I can say this. Please stop tailgating because you can't see the hole that I can see. So when I slow down or try to swerve, God bless it. Give me right. room to do that. These people are, you know, but that's another story. We that's have it. a lot of bad drivers in Michigan. Really yeah, but well, what we just there? There's an important point to be made there, and I forgot it, so fuck it. I, it's, it's bad. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Smoking some of that pot tax. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's recreational Okay, now. well, here's the other thing, man. They had to refinance <laughs> Little Caesars Arena. Okay, they had nobody knows it. They said it would cost the public 10 million a year. Right. That was the interest only payment. That's how bad the deal was. Now they refied it. It's 20 million. Now it's 20. Where does a bankrupt town get 21, 20 million for a dude who's not going to give us a cent back? You want to know you you, want to know what the city gets for its investment in that arena? It gets nothing. What well, it does get to do, what it does get to do is the city income tax, 2% on average, 2%. Stephen, do you know how many jobs would have to be created through that stadium? And remember, we had an old stadium. How many jobs we would have to create at what price to recoup $20 million a year? Do you know? Well, let's see. We do the math. It's, what do you say, about 2% average here? 2% average. Everybody? Doing your head, everybody. This is fun for the audience. Probably. How good are you, you at math? I'm waiting for Jason. <laughs> Ready? I got it for you. Ready? You would have to create 1,000 jobs, whether it's at the stadium or the shoe salesman or the Coney Island. 1,000 jobs would have to be created from this thing, paying. Drum roll, Bob. <laughs> See, we're high technology. Drum roll, Bob. <laughs> 1,000 jobs a year paying $1 million. Oh, I want a job. I want a job. Good work if you can get it. Goddamn right. Does I want that job. does not exist. Now, Stephen, you wrote this. At the same time, as we're giving Gilbert $16 million for the skyscraper, we're taxing rainfall on people's homes. Sure. We're tax. We're asking, seems very reasonable. Oh, my God. Stephen, what are we asking <laughs> firefighters to do now? Yeah, now we're asking firefighters 
Stephen <laughs> Stephen Evelyn, Metro Times. Go to MetroTimes.com. The guy's killing the former it. Former muckraker. Yeah, the former muckraker. They're, get, they're getting firefighters to. So we see how let's, I'll just start from the beginning. So if you have a, a accident scene or a crime scene and there's blood all over the place, it's very common. There's a lot of blood spilled in, in Detroit. They're now having firefighters without the proper equipment or training to just. This is their order. Just spray it down the nearest sewer. That would be the reason that the city's doing this is to trying to save money so they don't have to hire biohazard remediation experts who know how to do this. You can't just spray blood and gut <laughs> down a sewer drain. You have to sanitize it. We're number one. Hey, dude, maybe so we, in we a, can tax in, blood 45 cents a gallon. So, Steve, in, in addition to making firefighters work as EMTs, which makes a lot of sense. Now they got to be janitors, too? Yeah. Kind now of they have to be janitors. Folks, you know, just what do they do? Hazmat janitors, right. 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 What they do they do with the clothes, Stephen? What about the bloody clothes? Well, see, that's the problem. They don't have anything in place to deal with that. So you have medics who are also required to do this, not just firefighters. Well, well I'm not threatening you. For, they also have to pick up the clothes, do they not? Yes, that's right. Oh, and where do they the where do they go store the, the clothes? Where do they I go have store? To put them in the firehouse. They take them to the back of well, the but quarters. That, but that that compromises evidence. evidence if in here. fact yeah. it's a crime scene. Well, they will take evidence, but let's just say you know, like car wreck or whatever. Yeah, okay. I'm assuming they'll take. I'm, I'm but assuming. But I'm saying if you're talking about a shooting or something like that, and there it that's could be a evidence. In a car, I mean, and that, that would compromise. The I bet you they. Yeah, I bet you they don't. They don't take. They don't. I, I don't know. But no, then you got to dis- get, get, well, between the why, two. Why do they got to take the bloody clothes from the car wreck and the poor son of a bitch died? So you don't and, leave them on the street. No, I get you're not leaving them on the street. Why they got to take them back to the firehouse? Like, That's ridiculous. A place for that. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to be picked pick up by biohazard experts who are going to pick up that blood. And you, just the other day, the first day that this happened, medics who were not told how to do this were stalled on a run, an emergency run, because they were cleaning up blood. So we're talking wow. about, you know, these long waits for ambulances. The Duggan saying, well, we're going to reduce that time. Well, if you have medics cleaning up blood, you're going to wait longer. And then you have the issue of cross-contamination. You have issues of, you know, hepatitis A. I mean, all these blood-borne illnesses that you're n- you now could have on yourself while you're treating the next patient. Yes, it's- Yes, now. It's an insane way to save money. Dumb shit. And further contamination if you're washing it down the sewer. Here's I mean, a, yes, think right. about that. That's not a. You know what I heard the city's also going to do? They're considering. Drum roll, Bob. <laughs> Sofa cushion inspectors. They will be coming to your home and rooting around for spare change in your sofa. <laughs> They're not going to check those tags that are not supposed to be removed by the consumer, right? You're going to be fine for that. Oh, God damn it. Stephen, you wrote a story. You wrote a story. Uh, finally, somebody did it. I, I did it, but not as big as you. About all the corruption investigations going on. Real quick, this lightning round. Uh, how many people are indicted or charged? Indicted or charged? We've got about forty-three. About forty-three. Yeah, that's just the last three. That's the last two years. Okay, now just give us a quick rundown. What do we got? We got. Uh, this is a long list, but we got a bunch of Macomb County officials from townships that were taking money. For trash. Uh, taking bribes. Most of these were bribes. So you got, okay. you got the trash with the Rizzo. You got the Puree with the, with, with the tow trucks. And what they found out in a lot of these little Michigan townships is that they were getting paid to make sure hey, that these 
Bro, you don't have to explain it. The listeners of this show know it, but I want you to just go tick, 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 because it's it's overwhelming and devastating. Just tick, tick, yeah. tick it. Go ahead. Yeah. So you got township officials. You have Rizzo. You have URA. You have about you have Rizzo's father. You have an employee from there. Uh, there was just a recent charge against an auto body place that was bribing cops to take cars to this place. Uh, which is also in Detroit. Uh, you have the most recent uh, FBI investigation in Taylor, uh, and we still don't know the extent of that. But there's there are new people being named as new contractors. Yep. I can't remember. All here we go. Here we go. Mayor of Taylor, deputy chief of police is in prison. They're all up in the in the police department. A bunch of cops. Um, Fourteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gasper Fior, the towing guy, Rizzo, the hauling guy, the land bank, the the whole city of Detroit, and the demolition. What else we got? We got a ton of shit. Yeah, trustees. You got uh, you got the Macomb County, the former Macomb County uh, Parks. Uh, I can't remember what his title. Public Works yes. guy. Yes. Uh, yes. Bucci, who was actually a township trustee. Yes, uh, we got the Wayne County Treasurer. We've got we've got Benny Napoleon, the sheriff, who was they were asking to to be able to tap his phone. Vonda Evans, who just left the, the judge at the circuit court. We've got aides to uh, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans. We we can go go go. You want to know what happened? Dennis Archer Jr. Dennis Archer Jr. Who's under suspicion, right? That's right. It's been alleged right. in, yeah. in court filings. Federal court filings. Yeah, uh, so Gabe Leland on the city council. Already charged. Already. I mean, yeah. we, we can go. This is everywhere. Right? This is the, 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 new Detroit. the big investigation that you started, Charlie, with the, with the land. Oh, I mean, yeah. People forgetting about that. Don't forget. You That's know, hey, watch this. Hey, Bob, you, you got that, that bit from the, the state of the city speech? Play that. This is Mike Duggan saying it's all good in the hood when it comes to demolition. Last year, I stood here and told you, by the end of 2019, we would get every house demolished, boarded, or occupied. We are on track to do that. By the end of the year, there will be no more open and vacant houses in this city. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit, Mike. Eat the punchki. Eat it. Eat it right here. <laughs> Bullshit, Mike. Listen, what are we going to... How many... How many Empty houses we got, twenty five thousand. Yeah, I mean that's the the, the latest projections. I've seen about twenty five thousand. He's going to deny that, that and say it's closer to ten thousand. Is that what he's going to do? Because I can see it with my own eyes. Well, he actually said in that speech, I think fourteen thousand is what they had oh, left. Really? Yeah, that's a. Is that what he said? Yeah. If we played the extended version. I think that I know that's what he said. But we getting the money. He ain't getting that done. We getting the money. Yep. One of the interesting things that, that Violet Ikonomova found from Deadline Detroit was that the actual abandonments are happening at a faster rate than they can even tear down the houses. That's exactly so right. Foreclosures. The vacancies are increasing. They're not declining. They no, we know. All the numbers are fucked up. Because the news is the land bank will no longer be doing demolition. They're going to take and have the city do it. The building authority probably go out of business. Which is if you had listened to me, Mike, instead of suing me three years ago, then we could have saved money. You wouldn't have the feds up your ass. Bob, drum roll. Last night, we're taping Friday, Thursday, the feds 
were Coleman Detroit treasury agents knocking on contractors' doors, Mike, last night. They're coming. Next week, I'm suspecting I can drop my internal documents, Mike. Eat the the punchki, bro. Eat the punchki. (laughs) I don't like bad government. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say this. We're sitting at home. I left my good job so I could bring you this. This is for fun. The show's a fun show. But the things we're talking about are deadly serious, and we're not really talking about them. I, I feel like I had to be on my own so people could follow it. That's all. It's coming. Watch. That dirt's poison. Watch. Now, the mayor giving a speech telling you how great the city is, but the city's not invited to the speech. In fact, Joe DeMarco from No Bullshit News Hour, which, by the way, has more listeners than all other radio programs except maybe Drew, which is, you know, podcast here in Red Shovel Studios, right? Maybe, uh, what's the name, Chuck and Drew, the freak? Is that, is that what the the freak, I just know him as the freak. Them, maybe Mojo in the morning. But we got more listeners than probably any other news program. So why isn't Joe allowed in? Chicken Joe. To Steve. Are you going, Steve? Am I going where? No, I'm not saying. No, you just. Look, Bob's giving directions. Steve, look. I was just promoting the hell out of I the show. I didn't know if you wanted me to call Joe. And Bob just remembered everybody were just some dumbasses in a basement. Lower level. Lower, Lower level. level. Yeah. Going <laughs> to miss you, Karen. We'll, we'll, we'll come up for that. Karen's leaving. I'm just taking what? a break. Karen's leaving the show. I'm not leaving. She's no. taking show. a break. I'm just taking a break. Steven, Steven, can you get a little something in the Metro Times for us on that? Karen's leaving Absolutely. the show. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so I hear that you're saying that she's leaving the show, but she's taking a break. So there's some conflict here. Show's too white for her. No. Don't say that. <laughs> I hear you, Karen. That's not true. She's that not is... into the multicultural right, thing. Only on Facebook. Leave the all white show. That is not true at all. <laughs> hey, listen. I'd I... like to announce now that I'm taking a break uh, in two weeks in May because I'm going to Africa. He's putting in for his vacation. I'm putting in for my vacation. <laughs> I would call Bob as the Gunga Din white man going to Africa, <laughs> except Bob's red. Okay. It's red. Skin's red. <laughs> Help, Steve. Okay, so listen. Uh, this is Joe DeMarco, not allowed into the state of the city address, although Joe, I think the audience knows, is one of the hardest-hitting interviewers. Jason, yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Jason, the, the tech guru here. We'll, we'll, we'll do him someday. I'm going to profile this guy. This guy's... Anyway, I digress. They wouldn't let Joe in. So you know what Joe did? Joe went and did the state of the city from the city... Just outside the Iron Gates and stacked audience of Mayor Duggan. Here's Joe DeMarco on the streets with the people. (laughs) Nice, Bob. He's giving the State of the City address. Oh, he's addressing. But he he only invited the media that tosses him softball questions. He didn't invite the hardcore media like... The no bullshit news hour. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He doesn't want us asking those hard questions. Okay, good job. He's supposedly talking about the neighborhoods. 
So about the neighborhood, you're in the neighborhood. Do you think he's addressing the neighborhood properly? No, man, definitely not. Is there enough police out here? I don't really think so, man. Do you feel safe? Nope. So he could do a lot more to fix up the neighborhood. More to fix the neighborhood, but they really don't even care about us, man. Do you think the mayor cares about you and your neighborhood? I believe he does. You think he does? Yeah. You know, he's having a state of the city address right down the street. Were you invited? Uh, I think I was, but I was busy at the time. <laughs> so my question for you is, do you think the mayor is on point taking care of the neighborhood? Uh, is that a yes or a no? You're is that the drive-thru? <laughs> he's ordering a fucking cheeseburger? <laughs> All right. Do you think you're, you're concerned he's cold. the neighborhood being properly addressed? Like crime? There's enough cops out there for you? No. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. He's not doing nothing for the city. The bus is not enough for people. It's really... Detroit right now, Michigan is like in the bottom. You know? I feel like the mayor is finessing the money just to keep himself instead of fixing the roads, fixing more police academy be around for the same neighborhood, you know? Right. Now you don't even get a response. You call the cops, they come the next day. Sometimes they don't show up at all. He doesn't want us asking those hard questions. Okay. But if he's addressing the neighborhood, mm -hmm. What do you think? Is he is he doing it right? Is he addressing the neighborhood properly? Good question. Uh, no, he should have that car. He should be riding past with the speakers on it. Yeah. And um, have have him uh, have have that recording made on what do you want to say to the neighborhood? Have him ride around in the neighborhood with the speakers on <laughs> and he's speaking real loud. That's a great idea. <laughs> that's, that's West Side stuff. <laughs> what do you think of that, Stephen? Good job. What'd you th What'd you uh, hear there? It's marvelous. I mean, I heard you know you heard what people in Detroit actually think, people who are in the neighborhoods who aren't seeing a lot of these services and actually talking instead of the hand-picked crowd that was there. That's the people right there. You, you know, the thing is, I think we need universal health care in the city because Joe's going to fucking stroke out. <laughs> you hearing that shit? He's eating fast food, that's why. It's yeah. not good for him. And doing interviews, so I mean, he's and running working upstairs while he's doing it. At the same time. Right, so I mean, props to you, Joe. Hey, good job, Joe, except the, the sound sucked, Joe. It's blowing out. Check the levels, man. But again, if you want to hire Joe, go to go to his Twitter page, <laughs> Joe the Intern, hashtag hire Joe. He's pretty good. That was good. You did a great job. I put that on the air, Stephen. Now listen. Karen Dumas is leaving for the time. So Karen, what, what's going on, girl? I'm actually worried about you. Well, I appreciate that, Charlie. I, I, I'm okay, but I just, you know, I was in a pretty bad accident last year. And I'm dealing with some residual issues from that accident that I need to take care of so that they don't get worse. So I'm not leaving you. I would never leave you, Charlie, ever. So it's just going to be every now and then instead of every week for a minute. That's all. Just for a minute. So you, 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 need, to, you, you need to slow down a little bit. I, I got to slow down. Out. I've resigned from one of my boards. I got I, I to gotta take it down a couple notches so I can patch myself up. Let me you know? just tell you. You that. do you and Dick. I'm over you. 21, you know, so I got to be. You're a board member of the Police Athletic League. That's um, that's serious. Well, that's I'm a, a board, serious. I'm, I'm a board member there. I'm a board member of the Detroit Zoological Society. I'm a board member of the Black Magazine Advisory. I mean, so can't I, you quit that one? I may. I'm I'm checking some stuff off. Why we got to Why Why you got to quit us before you quit Black Magazine? No, 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 no. Bob's white. <laughs> Bob was red five minutes ago. <laughs> 
Thank so you. no, I just you know I just have to cut back on some stuff. I do so much for so many, and I just I got to really try to figure this out, Charlie. The healthcare industry is not about caring; it's all about the money. Right. And so if I don't take this into my own hands then, you know, I'm probably going to have to deal with this for quite some time. So I just need to take care of it, you know? So I can, we'll call you when we need you. You can call me any time. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, are you leaving? Are you, like, first of all, I'm not I don't leaving. care. Just, this show doesn't really mean anything to me like that. The people listening do, but you mean a I know, lot Charlie, to me. I love you. You are my friend, and you, all, and you have been. This is a friendship that has grown out of mutual respect when we work together. Uh, even when you were kicking me in behind, I respected you because it was it was justified. And uh, over the years, we've become close, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I love your team, and uh, I enjoy being a part of the show. So I'm not leaving you. I just need, you know, I'm doing like Joe. I need to Take a break. For vacation. <laughs> well, this show is a wreck. Look, I just think you just give it a touch of class. A depth a lot, of knowledge. And a lot of intellect. Yeah, a lot of heart, you know. So it fine. I believe in what you're doing, Charlie. I I know your heart. I know your commitment. I know why you do what you do and why you are who you are. If we're talking about you, Karen. I know, but I'm saying I appreciate. If I didn't, it's part of the intellect. If I didn't pre- appreciate who you were and I know what you were trying to do, I know all this stuff you talk about. People aren't privy to anyplace else, and they need to know what's going on. I believe that people need to, you know, know what's going on so they can make an educated and informed decision, whether it's about voting or how they respond to certain issues. And they can't when they're only being spoon fed a controlled narrative. That's not what you get here. And I respect that. Because we ask the hard questions. That's true. But you do your homework, Charlie. I have always said that about Charlie. So. And Steve. They do their homework. Is it menopause? No. (laughs) No. Cancer? But, no, Charlie. Dude, will you stop saying that? You asked me that yesterday. Don't put that out there on me like that. Schizophrenia? Maybe a little bit. I would claim that. Maybe. I would claim the schizophrenia. Do you have hammer toe? No. <laughs> and I get regular pedicures, so. Oh, nice. Yowza. No hammer toe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look. Okay, so because. because I just want to say, Karen, thank you. You made, no, this, you made this show no. better. That's no. what I'm saying. I'm not leaving, yeah, guys. No. What are you doing? I've got her phone number. When I need on, her, I'll you call be her. next week? No. no. The week after that? I'll be in Belize the week after that. So so you're good enough I, to fly. I'm, go, can, I'm going to Belize, too. Talk into a microphone. I see. International I'm, going, I'm going to Belize, too. I thought you were going to Africa. Africa. Well, but I want to go to Belize first and then Africa. I don't know if that sounds the same. Jason's going to Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm putting a shout out to Matt Phillips. Needs to come here and run this board. Oh yeah, all right, Matt. You got to fill me in. So I'm calling you to the carpet, Matt. Show meeting. Okay. Show meeting. <laughs> all right, Karen. So look, you're not leaving. You're just resting, and we're going to yes. call you at home. And you're going to come in sometime. Yes, right? exactly. Because really... and I'll still, you know, you and I Thank will still you. talk about things that we know and how give that it, plays into. Give that. us a piece of. Political gossip. Tell us something Ooh. without without doing a name. Okay. Tell us gossip. something explosive. Well, okay, and and, and and you may find this explosive. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Some, but there coming. there are some business people in the city, uh, predominantly African American, who are being propped up but not able to participate, and they're not happy oh. about it. Oh, are you saying that there are black business people? who were fronting the administration, thought they were going to get something, and they're not getting it. And, wait, let me get 
and they're going to start making noise about it? Well, I would say they're not fronting the administration, but the administration, you know, Puts if you black see this, faces out front yeah, of it, they so. do. I mean, there's like, hey, look, like, what did Donald Trump say? Look at my African American over there. You know, I mean, they're they're. I have they're, a black friend. Exactly. They're 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 placed so it's a distraction. Like so, you know, so there's some some well, they're they're some not black happy. business. They're not happy about people. it. People. Are not happy, and they they might it might the facade might start cracking. That gossip, gossip. as as well as uh, approaching Uh-oh. this strategically, because the reality is is that this is still a predominantly African American city, and the yeah. people who live in the neighborhoods and who are unhappy are the ones who vote. Okay, yeah. Now, let's do this for the yeah, true. That, let's that's, do this. That's a, let's do this for the listeners, and, and particularly the white ones that would start getting angry about that, which isn't why. Because I just want to explain something that they already know. It's a, it's a complicated city. Yes, it we're, is. We're from sure. here. I don't have to explain to you race here. Really difficult when you're the white guy, first one in 40 years. You need black guys, black women. And when the political favors don't get paid, well, it gets difficult. Steve, do you, do you notice this shit? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, look at the, look at the number of pastors who have sold out for very little or you know maybe they're seeing a little bit but i mean this is like you sound like you're aged 50 years in like the last two minutes because i'm really sad about karen leaving for good because she doesn't like the show she's not leaving for good good. she's taking a break people fake news fake news (laughs) fake news (laughs) you already wrote the story i want to i want a refraction you're you're a refraction (laughs) your listeners say they can't hear me anyway so they won't miss me they say they can't hear me speak (laughs) oh i gotta tell you how i almost lost my life once which was i wrote about a mobster in new york city on valentine's day and he needed a heart replacement and his heart was broken he was with two russian bimbos i write it he calls up, he goes, you motherfucker, you motherfucker, I'll fuck you, I'll fuck your wife, I'll fuck your babies, I want a fucking refraction. <laughs> <laughs> he guy scared me. coming right away. He did it every day for six days. I go, you meet me at the corner, finally I got my nerve, I go, meet me at the corner of 43rd and 6th, and I'll beat your fucking ass. And you get a refraction. Your refraction. <laughs> your fucking refraction. And you know what? He fucking died from the bad heart. And you know what? Two people went to the fucking memorial. Wow. Fuck you, Tommy. Rotten hell. Rotten hell, Tommy. I'm just kidding. That's offensive. Oh. <laughs> you said he was Italian. The accent. That's just fucking New York. Mm. Eh. Mm. What are you talking about? You're watching too many fucking movies. Yeah, I got that. Jason oh. said, "Don't do that." <laughs> what a big, uh, let me get. <laughs> you, I, look, and I, on that note, it was every great. Everybody came to listen this week. <laughs> you want you want to hear my Long Island? This is an original. My Long Island haiku. Why not? Bada bing, bada boom, bada fuko. Hey, about it. You have to see. Forget Charlie. about it. But you have to see his movements to accommodate what he, what you're hearing. Get the video. All right, Stephen. Uh, Steve Neveling, the main. Well, I don't want to do that because people at, at Metro Times will get mad. But you're the main man at Metro Times. No offense to everybody else. I appreciate. Go to Metro Times. Muckraker's on hiatus right now until he gets fired from Metro Times. And That's um, right. right. Uh, call Karen. Get that story. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, ready? yeah. Why not, dude? Like, what's wrong with Dumas? Yeah, make a fucking get a refraction. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> Karen, I'm calling Steve. 
Karen, <laughs> take take care, and we'll see you next month. That's what I'm hearing here. That's cool. Here's to you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. And get me something yeah, nice. Get me something oh. nice in, Belize. in Belize. You got it. Okay. And now, um, Jason C., good to see you, bud. Good to see you, too, man. Weren't you Italian white guy? Karen Dumas, mixed black chick. Is your father Arabic? Yeah, from the middle. His family was from the Middle East. Might I say, what an exotic mix. <laughs> you ever heard uh, that? Anybody ever say yeah, that? They do, but this is what I always say. My father was from the Middle East, and I grew up on the East Side, so weakness is not in my DNA. I don't. I don't. Do not be fooled. Do not mess. And did when Kid Rock left... Macomb County, he came and lived with your family? Yes, he did. And he, and he is like uh, my little brother. No shit. He is. And I'm going to tell you this. People say, oh, he's this. No, he's not. And when I had to you leave. You mean a racist? Yeah. And well, just always, say the word. Well, I mean, just. He'd like, appreciate it. Well, but a lot of times. And I do. I've, I've spoken from my, you know, from my personal experience with him on Fox 2 and other, when he's come under a lot of criticism. But when I left the mayor's office, you know, I was dragged through the media for two weeks in a very bad way. That sun that was on a Friday that I resigned. That Sunday, there was a piece in the paper. They had gone to him for a quote, and they had this huge picture and this huge quote, and it said, Karen Dumas is my friend. She's good for Detroit, and she's good for America. And that was the first time that I cried over all that because he has – and he called me. He said, you need anything, whatever. He's been trying to get me to run for office. He said, I'll bankroll it. He is – my friend. I mean, he is there. When all these other people who I've helped and that, you know, they backed away, he's been there. So I can't, I can never overlook He's like that. your brother. He is. Hmm. And he's come under his own scrutiny. And, <laughs> yeah, he has. But, you know, yeah. and I've met him through you, through Charlie. Nicest guy I've ever met. Well, you know and I've met lots of celebrities. He Basically, if you don't know, I mean, he's under stress for Flying Dixie's at his concert. Yeah. I'll say this. He did. I, I'm not going to talk about it. Was it was years ago. Well, let him talk about it. A man can yeah. grow. He's a dude True from that. the north fucking around with a symbol he doesn't maybe quite understand. I won't speak for him, but right. you can grow. I'll tell you what he has done for Detroit that I know personally. He's, he won't even want me saying it. He's written mammoth mm-hmm. checks. Mammoth. Didn't want it to be out there. Sorry, Bobby. Charlie, we talked about that. He gave me. He writes mammoth checks yeah. for widows, yep. children. He cares. Crippled first responders, and he doesn't want it even out there. So, as a person that I've met, I know his friends, all of his friends, very eclectic parties he throws. <laughs> well, into the evening. I leave, before, I leave before then. Damn. <laughs> um, now, he's a good dude. I, yeah. I think he's a good. I, I, I was trying to find this picture because I was going. My daughter was going through some old albums in the house, and she found like one of his original. And I sent him a picture of it. I said, "Do you have this?" He was like, "Oh my god!" Look, I got to tell you this. What though. an old album or an old picture? No, it was an old album. Okay. But I gave him an old picture. It was. I actually got him his first ink that he ever, when he was just starting his career. John Smithak from the Free Press actually wrote about it, and we took some pictures of Bob uh, on Bill Isle. And he has this high top fade or whatever, and I framed it and gave it to him for Christmas one year. But he uh, he said he he said he had the album, but he's giving me checks and said, Karen, can you get this very quietly? He doesn't want any attention. Fifty thousand, twenty five thousand. When one of the police officers uh, was in trouble and, you know, they were trying to raise money for him, signed a guitar, gave it to me. He said, here, they can. I mean, he's very quiet about his support, but uh, he's sincere. And um, he's a Michigan guy. He's, he, he, he's a Detroit I, guy. I just, yeah, I, I have no... Go ahead, Stephen. Say something negative. 
Yeah, I'm going to. I knew um, you were. Yeah, you, I heard you clearing your fucking. No, throat. look, I got look. I, a lot of my family um, are Trump fans uh, and have said things uh, that I found despicable, but I love them. They there are issues. There there's something that goes beyond you know the the, the rhetoric and you just there's some people that you have a relationship with and you they you might not disagree, you might disagree with virtually everything they believe in when it comes to politics. But they're still family. Or they're still friends, and I, I think he's a piece of shit. But I think he, I think his piece of shitism is a part is, is more ignorant than it is uh, deliberate. If if you will let me say that, that's well, a little late now. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, give me well, a real. I mean, look, he's, well, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, he is, and that's fine. Well, why? Yeah. Why? Not, why? Not crucify why? you because you have a difference of opinion? Because he likes Trump, or because he flew the Dixie, or what else? Well, okay, is that enough? Well, I, look, he's the guy has said uh, he's very vocal in opinion days about his support for Trump. Okay, that that's fine. Yeah, uh, well, we get seven percent of Detroiters voted for him. Um, he he's offended people a time and time again about with with the Confederate flag. Something he actually talked about later. Um, he's got the fierce disapproval of uh, Colin Kaepernick, who is standing up for more social justice by kneeling during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he has, uh, you know, time and time again. Here's here's one uh, a quote from him uh, when he was Ooh, when he, he was going to run for for for, for senator. Yeah, um, he says it seems the government wants to give everyone health insurance, but wants all of us to pay. And to be very frank. I really don't have a problem with that since God has blessed me and made my pockets fat. But rich redistribution of wealth seems like seems more like their plan. And I don't believe you would save, sacrifice, do things by the book, and then have to take care of some deadbeat, milking the system, lazy-ass motherfucking man. Uh, he called out single mothers. Uh, he said, <laughs> well, I'll say this. He, so do, he, he, should, he wouldn't have done I, mean, I, I will say this, dude. I will go like this. Uh, son I, I don't like deadbeat dudes either. I don't want to pay a grown man to eat for the rest of his life. Where I go, I guess I'm in the middle. I'll pay for your kid. I'm not letting any kid go hungry in my country. But, yeah, dude, get on. at some point, everybody needs help. We give it to it. Get off your ass and stop cheating. So I, I'm in the middle. Now, my people voted for Trump. People, people that have birthed me voted for Trump. I don't... I love that person more than almost anybody. That's cool, but what's in your heart? People say all kinds of crazy shit. People uh, yeah. hate you. Okay, we're going to put you together with this motherfucker. Yeah, we're, we're going right? to do that. But Can I, you do that? Can you stomach that, Steven? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I have family, like I said, who have very similar beliefs. We had a... We, for two or three years, a lot, lot of my family wouldn't talk to me because of this. Because they're pieces so, of shit. Yeah, nobody should ever cut somebody off if you're not, if you haven't. I, just, I was someone. joking. I just wanted you to hear what that sounds no, like. No, that was yeah, my, but, but, my feeling, and I, and I, I guess going back on that, I, I don't mean to call him a piece of shit. Oh, good. I want you to. I want you to apologize. Okay, I'm not going to apologize to Kid Rock, but I'm going to apologize for saying it. But I, 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 because, only because he has taken. This, You're dragging uh, the show. Come no, on. I know, but it's an important, it's important. Point. All right. All right. Last word. Go on. <laughs> Jason shaking he's, his head. Let's go. He's selling this 
you know, this divide we have. He's taking advantage. He's exploiting it. And that's what he did when he came up on stage. He knew exactly what he was doing. So, look. Okay, good. I think. Right, so hang up on him. That, that, all right. <laughs> no, I'm it. kidding. I'm, all right, listen, man. Thanks for being on. Karen, Thanks, Steve. Karen gets just, the last word. I just want to say, you know, this this is one of the fondest memories. I remember when he wanted to go to some rap battle concert thing that was at Cobo Hall. He was a kid. He had this high top fade. And I said, okay, I will take you. So I'm walking around with this white kid with this high top fade. And everybody's looking. But it spoke to his confidence in who he was and what he wanted to do. When Jive record deal didn't go well, he bounced back, you know, re redefined, you know, his strategy good person whether you like him or not you know like i said i consider him family for better or worse I, I mean i'm i'm not I, i'm i'm not one to back away from people because you know something's wrong or they disagree or we may see things different. we've talked politics a lot so you know it is what it is yeah i, I respect that a lot you gotta see who comes to his parties judges look black white brown male female, everybody they do i mean Republican. Democrat, it's it's unemployed rappers, millionaires, the hood, the trailer, the McMansion. I mean, it, it, it's kind of interesting. But that's how his shows are. Now you know, I mean, that's how his fans are, and people don't. Yeah, that's true because I had a lady in a restaurant, a black lady, and her she said, "My sister's a huge fan. Can you get me tickets?" And I got her tickets. I was like, "Really?" So he does. But if you listen to it, people who don't like rock and roll are enjoying rock and roll. People who don't like rap. Are enjoying that he takes he runs the gamut in this. You've been there, Charlie, and so and people don't even realize it. Music is a, a universal connector. And I tell you what, it must have been must have. It was early in the morning. He got a piano in his foyer. Mm-hmm. He and I were jamming Fats Domino, and he knows how to play it. He loves music. It was cool, man. Okay, anyway, so speaking of music, we're out of here. Try to love one another. Here's what we're doing. Send us your music, Stephen. Send us your music. Anybody out there, you're, you're an artist, send music on our... Uh, Can I do my mixtape, Charlie? Send, send it. Okay. It's not your mixtape. Well, it will be. You doing a mixtape? Uh, that's on my bucket list. Oh, so you got time to do a, a mixtape. Oh, Charlie. Look, we have a new phone number for the show. You can text or leave us a message. 313-338-9945. We want you to send us your music. We'll play it. If we like it, and you're gonna give us permission on the text to play it, you got it. You got to give us permission. I don't want any without bullshit. compensation. What was that number? Three one three, three three eight nine nine four five. Again, three one three 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 eight nine nine four five. Go to the website, nobsnewshour.com. We're looking now. Here's one right now. It's my man, Vinny La Roxta, right? The Divide and Conquer, featuring Anna Stevenson. And DYL. You think you might be able to fade into it? I'll talk oh, to you after this, Kim. You got some good brain, girl. Give me some insight. Party in my bedroom. This is your invite. Panties hanging from the chandelier. Handy cam. Every single wall has a mirror. Ignoring all them texts from your mans When you go home, you gon' have an X on your hands And it ain't club night, you ain't underage But the way you work a pole, girl, you underpaid 
I'm trying to make a million dollar sex tape. Waking up the next day, aching in the best way. Sweating like I'm trying to rock 10 chinchillas. Working out the P90X pills in us. Emergency dig. Girl, break that glass. Shake that ass. Lil' mama, make that cash. Strip for me while I roll this blunt and get comfy. Cause you and I both know, girl. What you plotting to do with the miser licking your lips that he dropping them clues? So even if we just chilling and sipping some yak, I know that it's gonna end with you whipping my back. Even at a party, we be sneaking off. Know that it's going down right when she's on speakers off. Till I got her breathing hard, both veins staring into the mirror. To see how it's going down, third person in there. And she knows how to drop it low and work it, girl twerking. Look at that ass control, that ass is swole. Works every time I'm getting deep like Johnny Cash's flow. She like it either way, fast or slow. That's for sure. She got a man, she on that sneaky tip. When I see you, I expect some more freaky yeah. shit. So strip for me while I count up this money. Cause you are not both, no girl. Shaking bed and these strippers does. I know tonight I'm getting lucky. I can tell by the look that's in your eyes, girl, that the night you trying to. 